Hello, and welcome to episode 87 of the Tech Cast. I am your host, Brandon Nichols. Joining me, Sam Spangler. Hello. And joining us for the first time ever, uh, a good friend of mine, Mr. Burton Kelso. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm, you know, it was a little bit of a rough weekend, and but uh, with all the rain that we had around town, a little bit of flooding we had to worry oh. about. Did you get any water in your basement? Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, we didn't get any water. Did you see downtown? Oh, my, my business's front office completely flooded. They had standing. Are you serious? They had standing water like up to their ankles, wow. and so it was. Wow. It was nuts. And, you, and you're on a hill, which is amazing. How did? I mean, that's crazy. We we are, but there's kind of a wall built around our, and, and so we have two issues. Whoever put our roof together screwed up in the way they did it, so water is can actually drain in through the walls. Um, wow. And plan, but also we're, we're kind of, we're, the parking lot's kind of walled in a little bit. So uh, most right. of the water came in from under the front door. I wasn't there though. Wow. So I didn't get to experience any of it, but we got water in our basement. <laughs> Sam, good- right. It was. Sam, did you have a guys any water? We actually did. We had a gutter that was clogged. And so we got just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just Not a little bit, bad. man. But Yeah, and I was at work, and my wife had to go and put a sump pump in the that we will have. Oh, man. But the videos of downtown Lee Summit where the, the water was, was getting impressive. up in front of um, City Hall was nuts. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, Burton is uh, – I want to introduce Burton here a little bit. Uh, he, first of all, he's an amazing gentleman. I've always had great conversations with you, no matter what it is. Uh, you are – I'll let you explain what it is you do for a living, sir. <laughs> well, I own a uh, tech company, and like Geek Squad, we go out and fix computer problems. But I'm also, um, I guess I can't say local anymore. I'm a guest TV guest tech expert on all the local stations here in the metro area and also across the country, too. So, um, you know, just that tech guy that likes to help people out with the uh, all their technology issues. So, you know, I don't necessarily use the term nerd or geek, but <laughs> I'm just, um, I don't know. I just, I, I like helping people out. I guess that's the best way to put it when it, especially when it comes to technology. Cause I mean, it's just, it's so challenging, right? Oh, it is. And then, you know, the, it, it evolves so fast. And if you're not there and ahead of the curve, you, you miss out on so much. So I met, I met you the first time you came to my place of business, um, off of a recommendation of a, a, a um, client of ours and like i i was showing you around what you we were needing help with and next thing i know you're sitting there working on computers and you and i are spending like an hour and a half while you're there just talking about all the things that seem to interest both of us together um superhero stuff and all that and uh every time you came by to help us with stuff we just i felt like you and i would just sit there and just sit and connect on all our similar interests (laughs) and it was yeah it's kind of hard and it, it's kind of hard, especially back then, because Brandon, remember, a lot of people weren't into like Marvel or any of that oh, stuff, no. you know, because we're talking about a known you for at least 10 years. Oh, and, you more. know, now, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now that, um, you know, you've got the Marvel Cinematic Universe and, of course, Disney's uh, stolen Star Wars and jacked it all up, um, you know, things have changed. <laughs> more people are, you see more Star Wars shirts, you see more. You know, you just see more sci- uh, science fiction and all that stuff around. So, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it wasn't. It, it's become so ahead. mainstream now that when you and I talked about it, it was like, you know, we were in a room by ourselves, like working on computers together or, or talking about it. And it was like, you're the only person in this building I can talk to this crap about <laughs> because nobody else cares. Right. 
And now, right, now yeah, I feel like I have like five experts in that building that think they know everything. And I'm like, I can't talk to you about any of this. Right, right. Probably because they're talking about the sequel trilogy of uh, Star Wars and uh, talking about how wonderful it is. You're probably just like, you're just cringing, aren't you? It's like, ah! Do you, so you don't know anything. One of, the, one of the things that Sam and I, one of the things that helped Sam and I hit it off together is, and, and I guess this is a question for you at your at your age at our age, do is it easy for you to meet people that have the similar interests in these type of things, and easy to talk to? It is now. Um, I mean, like I said, everywhere you go, someone's got a Star Wars shirt on, like like I I wear. And I think the good thing is now too, our kids are starting to get into the same things we were growing up with, like you know, with Marvel comics and Star Wars and. DC comics. So it's, um, yeah, it's definitely a lot easier to have those conversations now. Cause I think back in the day, people were so quote unquote closeted about that stuff. Cause you just didn't want to be seen as an outcast, but now it's generally accepted that someone, you know, is going to like, um, is going to like some, you know, some realm. It's either going to be right. star Wars, Marvel or DC. So yeah, those conversations are a lot easier now. Yeah. Um, I want to, we do, we do a segment on our show that we start off every episode. Oh, wait, wait, before I go any further, you posted something recently on your Facebook page. Uh, what, what is it you're nominated for or trying to get nominated for? Oh, uh, one of those people choice awards for, um, you know, Casey's best was well, an interesting category because they have, um, best entrepreneur, best business, and then best YouTube channel, which I've never seen any of those people choice awards, you know, where people pull in the votes and they're bas- voting for, best YouTube channel. So right. mine, I'm not playing video games on mine. Mine are more like, <laughs> you know, non-tech tips for non-tech people. So, I mean, there's, and you both have seen the videos on YouTube. Cause I mean, when it deals with tech, it's talking about the latest video cards, yeah. the unboxing of your devices. There's rarely videos where boomers or even people who just want to have an idea of what the heck is going on. Uh, to watch. So that's, that's my audience. That's who I really cater to. Just teaching the basics so that people know what to expect and how to move forward when they have an issue. Well, yeah. And then one of the things I covered um, recently was with Elon Musk purchasing Twitter, you know, people are like, well, what the heck's going to happen to Twitter? So just stuff like that. Gotcha. Yeah, for well, the, for the common man, what for the common mean? man, yeah. which now <laughs> exactly, in this day and age, yeah. absolutely, I can. It's appreciated because, like, I even for me sometimes I'm like, what's what's really going to change? Like, I I enjoy a lot of the I think nerd culture that's out there now, but as far as like the technology side, I'm not as savvy as many people. So it's like, right. oh, I don't know what all this stuff means. Yeah, so, kind of nice. All right, well, go ahead. I was going to say before you go on, one of the things I was going to mention too is that, um, you know. I like unboxing, but <laughs> to be honest with you, like gaming computers, and I, I, I'm not into that. Yeah. I don't care about who's got the latest video card. I just want my stuff to work. Yeah, right. You know, so I'm kind of low key. Like that's cool, but yeah, there's. I want to talk about just general stuff people deal with every day. Right, and I think that I think that's one of the reasons why you're. I'm going to use the phrase so popular, especially among the local. Uh, television channels because you get on there and you you say it in th- in ways that people understand you explain it perfectly and it and you're not over complex about it and you you're very approachable and friendly and i think that's one of the reasons yeah 
Um, that's my job. <laughs> well, you're nailing it. So we, we open up every show by asking each other uh, what the, the phrase we're currently going with, our current working phrase is what's in your face, which basically is just what are you what are you watching? What are you playing? What is keeping you entertained at this moment? I'm going to go ahead and start with you, Burton. What, what, what's in your face? You guys are going to laugh. So even though Alien Isolation came out, yeah. <laughs> what, in 2014? I was say, like five, Probably six years ago. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's my go-to. That is my go-to game. And, and people, parents are going to, like, I can't believe you're letting your young teenage kids play it, but they're into it. So we'll watch each other play the DLCs, or my youngest son is currently going through the story mode. But, I mean, that's my go-to as far as games are concerned. I'm really a softie when it comes to first-person shooters. Growing up in the, almost said Duke Nukem, but he wasn't <laughs> one until later. The what is it? A doom, doom, doom and um, Wolfenstein. Yeah. Or, Wolfenstein. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's my era. So to me, those are the video games I really got into. I mean, I had an Atari, but when I really got edit heavy into it, it was those first person shooters, man. So it doesn't matter if it's a sneaker or a shooter. As long as it's first person, man, you, you got me, you know? What? So what are you playing it on? Oh, I've got a PS4. PS4. Okay. Cool. Yep. Cool. Cool. Yeah, but, I don't. Yeah, I don't rush out and buy those game systems when they come out. There's no games. <laughs> you know. Have you ever heard of Game Pass, Burton? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> we we shill Game Pass regularly on this episode or on this podcast. <laughs> um, you've been watching anything interesting, like any shows or anything? Yeah, been, yeah keeping up with Moon Knight, but yeah. Not, oh, not 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 your cup of tea. It, I, I'm I'm action oriented, man. It's kind of oh. like, um, you know, if every Marvel movie or every DC movie that comes out needs to be like Captain America, Winter Soldier. If it I, doesn't, I fit agree. Standard. <laughs> if it doesn't fit that standard, I don't don't waste my time. You know, <laughs> this man has it. Oh, wait. Yeah. All right. Or well, um, another example. I'll throw this up. So. You know the differences between like Flash in the in the what do they call it the Josh Josh Whedon type? what do they, the, oh, they call it the Justice Justice Just, League Justice League versus yeah, Justice Snyder's League yes versus yeah versus the Snyder cut just yeah. all of Flash's scenes in that movie if they don't hold up to that then I don't want to watch it man. <laughs> You got to admit those things with Flash are just they're phenomenal. Wait, wait, wait. So which one are you holding higher, the Justice one or the Zack Snyder one? Dude, Snyder cut all the way. Okay, man. even my boy. I, I uh, even, yeah. Okay, I just I just wanted to make sure we you weren't making the the Joss Whedon version, the the comedic doofus version of Flash, the, the one the to go to. incorrect choice, according to Brandon. <laughs> I was going to say, you're ready to kick me off the podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. Now he was. Like, his like, well, I'll, the, I'll, yeah, I'll leave the opinions of, of Justice League versions to people, but like, in literally, the Flash and, and Cyborg got so screwed over in, in Whedon's cut that it just like, I don't understand how you would like the one version over the other, but that's just my opinion. Okay, I don't want to delve into that too far. Um, <laughs> Sam, what what have you been watching and or playing? So I've been keeping up with Moon Knight as well. It's actually kind of funny because there is a part, like, it's very uh, psychologically, you know, fixed. Like, they're kind of, like, breaking down, like, these, you know, spoilers, like, personalities. I, you know, I won't dive deep into it. 
for those that are catching up on the most recent. Um, but it is funny because I've been watching it with my son and the last couple of times, like he's really excited about it. And I've been falling asleep about halfway through the episode <laughs> and then waking up near the end. And so I'm kind of like, I kind of like miss some of the stuff in the middle and I'm like, I think I'm okay. I'm like, I think yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I got so, the cracks. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I get like the idea of where it's going and it's just, it's different than some of the other shows and it's just kind of, well, yeah. Sam, yeah. Whatever. It's, it's like watching Wonder Woman 1984 all over again. <laughs> you might as well just admit it, right? It's just, yeah, it's slower and you know, it's just a, a lot of build for like, okay, where are we going to? Where First of all, and to? we were talking about this before I called you right, right when Sam got here was the fact that the, the season finale is already this week. And I felt like, well, that was fast. Like, I feel like they're at a point in the show where you're just going to wrap that all the up everywhere you're at right, right now in just one episode that fast. That was a little weird, but yeah. yeah and have you heard the latest about the last episode? Uh, is this spoiler stuff? Because I don't want to know. No, no spoiler stuff. Okay. The length of the last episode. No. It what? is the shortest. It's oh. the shortest what? episode out of like any Marvel TV series. Huh. That's kind of odd. So that they're going to wrap all that up in 42 minutes. Weird. Well, you know, whatever. Marvel's Marvel. They're going to do what they want, and everybody will just eat it up. Yeah, because it is kind of funny, because all the chatter I hear about it is how amazing it is, and people are just like, did you see these details? And I'm just like, yeah, but it's just like every other, you know, like some of the slower stuff. It's just, eh, it is what it is. It's not really Wait. surprising me. So Sam and Brandon, those people must be smoking crack then. Cause I mean, I don't, <laughs> I'm not seeing what they're seeing. Well, now yeah, I will say I, 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 I really enjoy it, but I think a majority of that reason, and I've said this to Sam before is I'm an, I'm a nerd for Egyptian culture and history. And I think the fact that it's so intertwined with the show, I get such a big kick out of. Cause like when they start talking about the different gods and I start pointing stuff out during the show, I was like, Oh, and that's it. And my, my, my wife was just kind of glancing at him. I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I spent. Oh. I spent. So, t- what? So Sam, you know what Brandon's trying to tell us that he loves the show. So. No, well, no, he loves the show, but he also liked X Men Apocalypse as well because that had a lot. <laughs> that of is true. I have, I've never like seen X Men Apocalypse. Well, it'd be your cup of tea. <laughs> would it? Would it? It would be. Yeah, Man, I'll tell you, my favorite movie. Yeah. One of my favorite movies in high school was the original, the the Stargate movie. Yeah, I just. We're, yeah, I, I was head over heels for that movie, and I watched it like a hundred times. Oh well, this would be right up your alley, what especially it? the beginning scene of yeah. of, of, of apocalypse. Of, of yeah, apocalypse. Oh, All right. Absolutely. Well, now I have to watch yeah. it. Now it's going to be my number one movie, yeah. right? Right there above uh, Winter Soldier. There you go. Um, yeah. Have you played anything? What, about Sam? The what? What about the Mummy? Real quick before Sam goes. Oh, Brandon, I, I loved. I loved the Mummy. I loved the the, old, the, like, okay. the first one. The first one. Yeah. I yeah. actually, yeah, yeah. I actually despise Scorpion King. I just, yeah, I couldn't. I was gonna say, and was I was so bad. excited because at the time I was real big into wrestling, and I'm like, The Rock, it's gonna be in Scorpion King. And then it was like, What am I watching? This yeah. is just boring and weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, and I will say, so with the other, some of the other things, HBO's um, Barry restarted that at that show oh i've i've not seen yeah that. with it's it's interesting it's you know about like a hitman that basically kind of is having a midlife crisis and he kind of goes into like acting classes and um just kind of i don't know it's just one of those that i also am just kind of feeling out right. i feel like okay there's enough interesting in it to kind of keep watching it each episode um but it's all right it's yeah. okay 
And then I've been playing our, our game of the month game. The uh, yeah, it's been more game of the, the couple months, couple months, yeah, far changing, far changing tides. tides uh, which it's much longer than I thought it was. I thought it was supposed yeah. to be a short, like kind of maybe a couple sit down and plays. And I, but as I've been playing it, but it is definitely just a chill, sit back and play game. Um, I'm not sure where you've gotten to, but I've gotten to a place where I've taken the craft you're like kind of moving forward with. Now it's a submarine too. Yep, I'm past okay. that. So it's a submarine. I'm really I've, close towards the I've end. I've uncovered game. a city. Yep. So okay, yeah. So I'm like and I'm kind of moving past that now. Okay. That's just like just where I started moving You're from. starting to get close to the end. Yeah. And I feel like I'm like, okay, it's gotta be coming up at this point to some finale, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So but it's just been relaxing too. Yeah. It's just been like, oh, this is just chill and um I'm pretty sure this is on PS4 and Xbox uh one if you wanted to look into it, Burton. Our game of the month was far changing tides. It's literally just an exploration game where you're sailing across an open sea yeah. and you're exploring. It's 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 uh linear. Yeah. I mean there's nothing really to it and it's just uh Though uh listening to what Burton likes, first person shooters, yeah action. it might don't know if it's going to be. The may, may, may not hold your attention too much, so. but it's a, it's a, it'd be, maybe your kids would like it. I don't know yeah. if they're into the same first person shooter, first person, everything type of. No, they're, um, if this looks like breath of the wild, I mean, as far as exploration, I mean, I know it's not open world, no. right. but you can still explore. Right. They're into that. Oh, okay. So I'll have to have them check this out. Yeah. But it's, it's got it's piqued my interest. Yeah, very peaceful. You know? Yeah, it's There's very no, peaceful. No combat. There's no nothing combat. like that at all. It's really just kind of going from puzzle to puzzle of yeah. like solving like what getting your craft to the next destination. So, yeah, stop and bend. Um, yeah. So I have been playing that as well. I think I'm almost done with it. I haven't touched it for a couple of weeks. Um, I've heavily been into MLB the Show because it's I'm excited that baseball's here and I've just been getting in that mindset. I've been playing our our football league that I'm in. And um, a little bit of WWE 2K, but not. I kind of fell off of it. I'm kind of like jonesing for another big open world like type thing. I, I will say that I have queued up and started my full playthrough of Cyberpunk that I'm wanting to do on the Xbox. Um, and I've started. Um, I've I'm, I've diving headfirst back into Red Dead Redemption 2 because I want to try to get that platinum trophy before the year's over. So those are about my, I'm kind of just kind of playing a couple things here and there and not really committing to anything. Um, we talked about this last time. It feels like we're starting to get into this rut this year of not a whole lot of games going on and new, new releases. I will say Bug Snacks DLC came out. I have not touched it yet, but I'm ready, I'm ready, to, I'm ready to jump into it later this weekend. Just, I'm excited for it. <laughs> um, and then as for watching well, stuff. Hey, Brandon. Yeah. Real quick, I was going to say, uh, you know, you can always sign up for Elder Scrolls Online if you're looking for open world stuff. <laughs> I, I will tell you, I've tried Elder Scrolls Online and I just can't do it. I don't know. I don't know if it's the control system or what. I will play every Elder Scrolls game when it releases. I just can't get into Elder Scrolls Online. Is that, is that a game you've tried playing? Oh, my wife beat the main story. Oh yeah, have, you, have she gotten any of the, yeah. the DLC packs? Have you gotten her any of that? Well, no, no. Remember, for Elder Scrolls Online, there's like a, the side quest, and you've got sort of a main story. She beat the main story. Well, right, but they've they've released like four or five add-on stories. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she hasn't done that. We have she hasn't played in like 
probably six months. But yeah, uh, uh, she was starting that and then just got too busy with live. So I had to come it. out of a she had to come out of that world and deal with the real one. So yeah, yeah, you know she's got three boys she has to take care of, right? Oh, three, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Did, now, is she playing that on the computer or also on the PS4? On the PS4. Yeah. So is that something? Yeah, the last thing do, do the four of you, like not just you and your kids, but does your, do your wife regularly play video games? Oh, my God. So the Wild Hunt? Yeah. She, she beat that one, too, and it's on the second. I'm going, I'm playing it again. I liked it so much. So, yeah, so Sam, yeah. Sam does not like that. I'm game. A, yeah, I'm a person. I just um, I, I can't do it. I've tried going back to it multiple times. There's just something about it that doesn't click with me. I don't know. I, I, I know what it is. It's probably the length of the game. The world's massive. It's, You're talking about what, 70 hours plus of gameplay. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That turns me off, too. Yeah. So well, Sam, I, get that, I never felt like I got any. Like I, I would go out into the world and unless you were doing the quest lines, I never got experience for what I was doing. And it felt me, it made me feel terrible. Cause I remember fighting some huge like monster. And I was like, Oh man, I'm going to level up after this, this is going to be great. And it's like two XP. And I was like, what? Then I go and do a main, you know, main storyline and like, Oh, this is what it wants you to do to upgrade your character. And I was just like, what's the point of this? I don't know. I couldn't do it. Right. <laughs> I get it. I get it. All right, let's jump into the this this episode <laughs> is releasing on May the fourth, the inter, I guess international intergalactical Star Wars Day. That's right. One might say. Um, I want to open this up. Where did you get that word from, anyway? Intergalactical. Well, I was going to already say international, <laughs> right? But but it's a space movie, so I I said intergalactical. I don't know. It oh, brand special, out my man. ass. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Like I do most of the things in my life. <laughs> um, I want to, let's just, I want to get the, I want to get negativity out of the way as quickly as possible when we do these things. So we're, we're going to start off Star Wars day discussion with the airing of grievances. Um, what's, what is that holiday around Christmas? Festivus? Yeah. Festivus. The airing of grievances. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what, what are Tell me, we'll start with, I'm going to start with Sam, if you don't mind, Bert. Sam, get it off your chest. Give me your grievances about everything about Star Wars right now. <laughs> well, basically, with them trying to basically reboot the franchise, or get it going again, you know, not even rebooting, just kind of. You mean like, like with the television shows? No, 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 no. Like the starting over with the movies, seven, eight, seven, nine. nine. Like <laughs> they just, they, they, they did it terrible. Like they had like a whole open universe. I mean, like, you know, like, yeah, like Brandon said, here, galactical, intergalactical <laughs> universe. And I don't know if that's a real word. Now. I know. They just, they just, I don't know. They poo pooed it away. It was just some of the like worst handling I think I've seen of a franchise like type of, of a wealth of like what they could have gone to. They could have brought so much more to the table. And the seven is basically just a repeat of, you know, three. Yeah. Or four. four. A new Sorry. hope. Yeah. Just like, you're repeating like the the whole, I don't know, just mode over again. I'm like, what are we doing? Why are we going back to this? And it doesn't make any sense. And then I was like, okay, okay. You know, you got to like, they're kind of like maybe bringing in some of the new fans that have never seen like a new hope and stuff like that. And then for the old fans, they're like, oh man, it's another death star, which I was kind of like, can we really not like move away from some different type of weapon? And I was like, maybe eight will like come in and kind of like fix things. And it just made it worse. 
I think that's actually where me and like Burton maybe bonded a little bit <laughs> when we were, when it started realizing I was like, okay, this guy has as much just disdain for the the new movies as I do. Real it's real just, quick, I want to let you know I just Googled it. Intergalactical is a word. Oh well, so, there you go. So that's not something I made up. Look Anyways, continue. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a ton more. I just I do feel like okay, some of the series that they've gotten, you know, like The Mandalorian and Boba Fett, um, they've been you know, decent in some of their ways. They've had better episodes and worse episodes. I think the Mandalorian's probably been my favorite thing that they've kind of come out with some kind of after bringing the franchise back to life. Um, but in, in that light by itself, it's just it, the movies just didn't get me excited for anything at all. Like I was just going, kind of like, okay, you're just repeating everything. And there's like everything that was kind of mysterious before, you know, they talked about in one through three, they kind of like, unmask that a little bit there's like oh there's midichlorians for the force and it's like sometimes it's better just not to explain things and let people leave it up to their own imagination but then you have plot holes Ex well <laughs> and but and they've kind of gone back and like i think redone it with some of like the cgi shows and stuff like that now they've kind of like they've like brought life to like the prequels a little bit more which have filled those gaps a little bit better but then like everything that's moved on past it's like seven eight nine they like didn't learn any of that from what they've taken from four th through six and then the prequels. It just, oh, I can't say enough. I can't say, oh, about it, how bad it is. Anything you would like to add to this discussion, Burton? Well, I'm going to start off with a bad quote from Sam, which is, I will finish what you started. <laughs> We're talking about <laughs> the sequel trilogy. <laughs> How'd you like my Kylo Ren reference there? I will finish what you Oh, my God. Uh, it's the whole it's a train wreck you know like sam was saying is that they had the expanded universe and if i were disney and i had four billion to purchase um stuff from lucas i definitely would have just went to those books and had a mixed media of stuff live action versus um cgi and just ran with it because i mean they could have made a ton of money off of all they all the stuff they built off with the expanded universe i mean not to say that Lucas didn't, but Disney definitely could have taken that source material and, and just ran with it and had material for years. I mean, cause you're talking, um, you're talking books, you're talking comic books, you're talking, um, expanded universe books that happen like right after a new hope that you could have turned into good stuff, especially, um, you know, they released solo. What was that? Uh, three or four years ago, which it was okay. But, I mean, why didn't they just go right to Han Solo's Revenge or Han Solo at Star's End and turn that into a movie? I mean, it, it's guaranteed box office success. I, I never understood know? why they scrapped the books like that. Because I was like, a buddy of mine, when they, when they announced it, I was like, well, crap. They're just going to start turning all the best books into movies and continue the stories the way everyone just assumes it's going to go. And then it was like, no. And then they were like, no, we're actually even just eliminating them from the canon and we're doing our own thing and i was like what why you have your content right here you've purchased this use it <laughs> you know what they're going to do what they're working up towards because star wars is starting to turn into marvel now right with the continuity with all the shows and stuff they're what i hear the rumor is is they're going to oh what was the first book with ron heir to the empire i don't have a clue Wasn't that it yeah they're gonna that's the next next major event because you know they brought Thrawn with rebels 
and now they're going to do heir to the empire with Thrawn and, you know, all the heroes. So we'll see that, but it, it, the, the dynamics are going to be a little bit different. So well, it has you know, to fit, in, like has to fit into of, the Disney mouse Kateer formula. I guess. Yeah. Just start getting that crossover more so that they can start saying, okay, you have to come see these. You have to come watch it because it's all part of that. Once again, expanded universe and it's all interconnected now. Which it does just, it's, it becomes ridiculous in a way because it's like you have this whole universe and you focus on such a small group of characters and all of a sudden. Yeah, a small timeline. And, you, and at the same time, you're just like, they run into each other all over the place. And you're just like, how this universe is so expansive. They don't have to like know somebody where they're going. Or you could just like start over with something completely new that we're not aware of. And yet they continually are like, hey, look, it's that guy, Boba Fett. He's here too. And you're just like, what? Right. And you're just like, okay, well, okay. I mean, I understand he's a popular character. They want to flesh him out a little bit more, but just, I don't understand. They could, they could do it to where I'm not falling asleep during the episode. Yeah. Like the necessity to say, we've <laughs> got to have this all linked. Let's maybe like show you some parts of the universe you've never seen before. And it's, it becomes like a problem, even with some of the MCU where you start having the questions of like, well, you know, if you have all these people existing in this world together, where's Captain America? Where's Thor? Where's, you know, all right. these people, like when these big baddies are coming in, like, why aren't they doing anything at this point? Yeah. Which I feel like they've kind of retroactively fixed at times. They said, well, you know, Captain America and them are on the run, you know, because of right. X, Y, Z. And so that's why he's there. And, you know, um, at this time they may be off earth. And so that's why they're not there helping to fight. Um, but it just, it, I don't know. The explanations get a little bit messy as things go along. How'd you feel about Boba Fett series, Burton? It was kind of slow. I wanted to see, I wanted to see bounty hunting, butt kicking Boba Fett, uh, out catching bad guys. I get that in his sabbatical in the Tatooine desert with the Tuscan Raiders. I get that, but I would have liked it. They could have thrown in flashbacks with Boba Fett hunting down people. And there definitely should have been either a Luke um, cameo or even a Han Solo and Chewbacca cameo in the book of Boba Fett. I mean, that's kind of what I, what I wanted to see it. I mean, with him becoming a drug Lord, I mean, I'm okay with that because he's still part of the under underworld, but kind of becoming a benevolent Boba Fett where he wants peace. That's not the, that's not the uh, take captain solo to the cargo hold guy that I, you know, saw or what was his other bad line that he, um, Oh, he's worth a lot. You know, what did Vader say? Oh, the empire will compensate you if he dies. <laughs> you know, he's, he's worth a lot to me. That's the Boba Fett I wanted to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe do a, a, a more badass version and do, do your flashbacks to the sabbatical where he's, Right, doing stuff so that way you're getting more constant action. I literally fell asleep in the first episode. We watched the second episode. I fell asleep again. I stopped yeah. watching. I remember some one of my friends too was talking with his kid about it. He said, "You know, the funny thing about it is too is, you know, they're kind of doing this flashback, and it's like, okay, he doesn't have his armor and stuff like that. Which I was like, okay, they're gonna kind of like work up. That's gonna be like the big finale of like, okay, he's working to get his armor back, and he figures out who has it, and it's like, oh, there you go." And then it, all of a sudden it kind of jumps to the future and you're just like, oh, okay, well now, like you said, he's kind of become, trying to become this benevolent drug lord of this place now and he's telling people off. Um, and then as he's walking around with his helmet off everywhere, my, my friend's kid's like, you know what's a great place for a helmet 
on, on your head. head. <laughs> like, just put yeah. it on your head. Like, why walk around with right. it? Like, just hold it on your side. You'd have to ask Master Chief that question. Oh, man. <laughs> I could go on a whole another tangent about that. It's just, I'm like, I don't understand what the deal is. And, and then they bring in Mandalorian to say, try to save the series. Yeah. And to be honest, as soon as he popped in there, I was like, oh, I'm actually like Pedro Pascal, I think is playing an excellent character. Right. And I really enjoy like his Mandalorian. Um, And I'm like, I like him. I like this story. Oh, you're here. I can pay attention now. Yeah. But it's just, man, like the rest of it just drags. And I'm like, hey, he's making another moment to like peaceful, be peaceful with this person and make a deal with them. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, the guys, the thing that I really think should have happened if they were thinking forward, the Mandalorian should really be Boba Fett, if you think about it. You know, it's six years after the yeah. Sarlacc pit. Yeah, I mean, you could just have, get rid of Din Djarin, and it, it should have just been Boba Fett. Because if you think about it, if you swap characters, I mean, the show still works. You can still have Boba and Grogu. You can still have yeah. it where they want to retake Mandalore. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I don't know why they just didn't make Boba Fett the Mandalorian in the first place, because in my mind, hell, he's still the Mandalorian, you know? And I think that would have added more dimension to Boba Fett as a character yeah. as a whole. I was actually kind of really confused when I was like, I saw the Mandalorian. I'm like, so is this Boba Fett? Right. I was like, is this who, is this who they're, you know, telling a story about? And then just kind of see it was like something new. So I was like, okay, which at least like, even with his helmet on pretty much almost all the time, I'm like, man. He does an excellent job of like expressing emotion in the helmet. Right. Pedro Pascal. He does. I was like, huh. his voice acting yeah. with everything he's doing is yeah, and little, his body movements. Little moment, and, little right. little moments in the, the show. It's almost like you can do a whole show with somebody with a helmet on and still emote and <laughs> without so. taking the helmet off. Yeah. Have you watched any of the Halo show, Burton? No, I haven't. Don't. Does he does master <laughs> just uh, does he take his helmet off, or is he is the it on? Very the first episode, through, and then he has it off basically. The through rest of the well, time. second episode. No, first. Was this first episode? Yeah, really. He's pretty much not been helmetless for most of the series. Yeah, which <laughs> I actually didn't have a problem with. It's just now the way they're handling it. I'm just like, okay, you're just another marine at this point. I don't know. Yeah, I've seen you. You're but, like everybody else. Guys, think about this though. Think about the Marvel Cinematic Universe with like Captain America running around with no helmet or no mask on, mm-hmm. or even Iron Man. Because even though in the comics, I, people knew Tony Stark was Iron Man. I mean, when he was in right. battle, I mean, that helmet was on all the time. Same thing with Captain America, because I think in Wachovia... You got to get those headshots yeah. in there. <laughs> so. If I was the director, I'd be like, sorry, Charlie, you got to put the mask on. You, you're playing yeah. Captain America. So, well, yeah. One of my friends know. hates the um, introduction of the nano-type masks that just pop on and off he's like i hate it because right. it just it just means really quickly they can just pop it off for yeah. like a real quick headshot moment and then just like it oh how many like times that. did they have it to where it was like it would peel away and yeah. it would just be tony's face sticking there and you're like sometimes that cgi is not as good as you guys think it is <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. all right all right what I'm about like, spider-man yeah well you know i i'm it hit them. i think his is fairly well because i mean he he only seems to take it off for appropriate moments like when he's trying to get into a serious discussion but i don't know it it's always looks weird around the, the neck you don't like the iron spider i don't suit? like that i don't like it yeah no well i don't i think they're going to move away from it i think i think they were really pushing the whole connection with tony 
And I think by right. the time the end of No Way Home was done, I think they basically threw that whole suit away. So I'm I'm glad and hoping that moving forward that there's probably I think it, it fit a purpose, especially in in game and Infinity War and all that stuff. Um, but I think uh, I'm kind of glad it's they're kind of moving away, moving yeah. away from it. Yeah, all right, especially I, with how that one ended. I've let, I've let you guys bitch and moan enough. <laughs> uh, so with with Mandalorian, not so much Boba Fett. Mandalorian, and even what you were talking about, Burton, about the future rumors of where they might be headed. What is your current outlook for where you think they might be moving forward with Star Wars? Are, are you positive about it at all, or is there anything you're looking forward to? Are you looking forward to the next yeah, season of Mandalorian? Oh, heck yeah, man. Who isn't? You know? <laughs> Who isn't? <laughs> Unless you really like the sequel trilogy more, then yeah, maybe, <laughs> you know, but yeah. But I think they're moving in a good direction. I think they finally got with uh, Dave Filoni and decided, well, we're just going to let you take the reins because we've lost fans with uh, the last two theatrical releases of Star Wars. And so that's why you're starting to see uh, these characters that were banned in the expanded universe start to come back into play. I hear there's rumors that uh, Mara J may even pop into the picture too. And if that happens, I mean, that's, that's huge, man. That's like tying it all together as far as the current uh, nature of star Wars versus what we got to experience, what 30 some years ago when uh, uh heir to the empire came out, you know? So I, I think it's great. I think, they want to keep the fans happy because they want to keep they want to keep the uh, the piggy bank full. So yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of excited where it's going. You Sam? I mean, I'm on board for Mandalorian. <laughs> You're on board for Mandalorian. <laughs> See, and as far as like some of the expanded like Star Wars stuff, I am not as familiar. I didn't really. I read I think one Star Wars book growing up and stuff like that, but it's like I didn't have access and didn't you know know about like the comics and everything else and every, that was like built up in that world before it was like chopped off did you ever watch clone wars or anything like i kind of started it was one of those there's like i think i have heard that there's um there's a timeline of the episodes that you're you should watch and i think i would need to do that because i think there's those filler episodes is what gets me i mean it even gets me in the mandalorian sometimes where i'm just like it seems to get you in all television shows. it does cuz i'm just like man this is just filler like they're just filling the time and it doesn't really move anything forward and i'm just like you're just you're just being introduced introduced to something or it's fan service or something which i'm like i get it some people will be like oh man i can't believe they brought this person in there but i'm not as familiar with it so it doesn't mean as much to me so i like more like plot driven um, like, let's get to a point of what, what the point purpose of this is. And, um, so Mandalorian, I'm like, Hey, I'm happy to see kind of what it is. Like, yeah, the whole idea of, you know, the next step is I think, you know, uh, the Mandalorian trying to redeem himself, you know, basically as, and to be recognized as like going to the temple and like kind of, um, being accepted back into his tribe, I believe. And then obviously mid the Mandalore kind of going back and trying to take it back at some point. So I'm excited to see where that goes to. Cool. Um, if you had, I'll start with you, Burton. If you had one thing that you wanted to see the most in a live action Star Wars, what would it be? At this point, I just want to see a reunion of, I guess you can call it the Trinity. We didn't get that with the sequel trilogy with uh, Luke, Leia, and Han. Even in one scene, we got Han and Leia, and we got Luke and Leia, but we didn't get to see all three of them together on screen, you know, so just a scene 
even if it was like maybe a 50 second scene of just Luke on Leia and of course Chewbacca and maybe even the droids on the Millennium Falcon. I mean, to me, that would be, I could go to my grave seeing that, you know? Oh, so it'd have to be some kind of CGI back, back, uh, not back, what is that? Flashback type scene with, um, Carrie, Carrie gone and you've already killed Han. So like, I don't know. Well, you could, because, uh, I mean, if you think about it, we're at this per- period of Star Wars where it's six years after uh, the Battle of Endor. So, I mean, you, you both saw Rogue One and saw Tarkin. Yeah. So it, it could be done. <laughs> well, even. So when, I got my hopes. No, I was just saying I got my hopes up. Yeah, oh, you I got, got your hopes up. CGI. Um, yeah. Sam, is there anything you would love to see going forward? I'd like to see more Mad Mickelson in it, but, you know. He died in Rogue One, so he was bombed. But man, he was great. Oh. He was really good. He was really good. In the he's one of those there. actors that, like, I like every other thing I see him do. Every other, every thing. other thing. Like, I'll watch. Like, man, he's so good of an actor. And then I'm like, yeah. And why then, is he in this? What is, what is he doing? By him. No, I just thought about that. I, I think the thing is, I want them to go elsewhere, like move outside, leave the time frame, leave the time frame, leave the place, and just like you know, surprise us with something that you know nobody's expecting at this point. Of just kind of like wholly original, completely yeah, wholly original. Just go go somewhere that like people will be like, I don't know that I want this, and that's the thing is that's hard to explain. Right. Of like to try to show us like something new that. I would start watching and be like, it's got, it's grabbed my interest. What type of story are you trying to tell and pull me in and engage me to be like, Oh, this isn't star Wars, but this is like way away from like the Skywalker family or, you know, the things that are established, the Mandalorians, Boba Fett, like just give us a, Hey, this is a, a, a place that exists and is maybe functioning as it is away from all of that. How right. does the, how does the empire affect a planet way out on the rim that doesn't actually like even know about their existence or things like that. I just, I think I would be interested just to kind of dive a little bit deeper into that lore and show something new. Sam, that sounds like the sequel trilogy. Did they do all that and visited planets we had never seen before? And they definitely took us on a place we weren't expecting. (laughs) (laughs) It's, Uh. it's true in some ways, but they also just, Bert Burton, have you played, um, fallen order? Is yeah, that, I'm did, still trying to get through Fallen Order. Do you not like it, or is it you don't like no, it? No, I don't like it. You know what it reminds me of, and the boys and I joke around with this. We call it, um, we call it Star Wars. Um, what's the Jedi's name in that game? Oh crap! Is, is it Cade? Cade. So I think that's something Cal, like that. Cal. Cal. Cal yeah. It's Cal. Yeah, we call it Cal Fortune. Because it reminds me of Great Fortune from uh, Uncharted. <laughs> I had to get my youngest to help me through many of the puzzles on the game. It's yeah. Just... I was Brandon, not I think expecting you said that. Time. I was? You, Brandon, you said, best. You said uh, at no point in that game do I feel like a Jedi. No, you, I, that was my biggest complaint with that whole game is at no point did I ever feel like, holy shit, I'm an unstoppable, amazing Jedi. Yeah, and it was just like that was the thing that I was looking forward to the most. I was like, "Oh, well, that was okay," you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Especially when you're the other sliding problem. down an ice slide and people are just shooting rockets at you, and you're just sliding off the edge because the controls are flipping stupid. Sorry, <laughs> right, 
Brandon, the other thing that I have a problem with on that game is just the timeline. Sam was kind of talking about that, that this game definitely takes us in a time period that we haven't been in. But, I mean, you would think the Jedi Purge would have, like, I mean, you're talking about a 20-year hunt for Jedi. So, I mean, yes, there's going to be a straggler, but I think in Obi-Wan and uh, Ob- Obi-Wan and Yoda probably would have found more Jedi stragglers if that were the case, and they would have had more of a Jedi force to go up against the Empire and say, like, the New Hope. But it's like an afterthought on a lot of these games where they try to put it in that timeline. Like, yeah, you're some lost Jedi who's going to regain the Force and you're going to come back and, you know, win. They just need to focus more on Jedis and, you know, like, say, after Return of the Jedi, where, you know, you, you've, got, you've got people that are part of the new Jedi Order and have adventures about them rather than just going back mm-hmm. to that old retread territory. Kind of like Rebels. Rebels did the same thing. Yeah, I felt like there were a lot of cool moments in Fallen Order that I think helped raise it to where I was like, okay, that was cool. You know, it was fun to do this. But that lack, I hate the control scheme. I'm well documented bitching about the control control scheme of that <laughs> that game. But also the, it, there were just a lot of moments where I was like, I feel like this battle should not go this way because I should be able to do this. And like I, I turned down a hallway and there's like several stormtroopers rushing at me. I should be able to just not so much of a Darth Vader swipe my hand and they're dead type thing, but make me feel like I'm, yeah, you know, make your count. And, and, and if you're that good of a Jedi, your counter space that you have to counter shit should not be the most minuscule, of windows to push the button. I should just be able to push it and it just right. counters every fight, whatever. Um, I think Sam, you had kind of a similar mixed bag with that game, right? Yeah. It, I agree that it just, it felt like a death, a death souls or a, uh, demon dark, souls. Dark souls, yeah, or dark souls or a dark souls or a demon souls type, like take on star Wars a little bit where I was just like, I went in kind of with the idea of that. I was going to be a little bit stronger. Like right. A little bit like, okay. More like and a Jedi. Like you said, like the controls <laughs> were just like, there was like such a fine, like you've got like this minuscule second, like a microsecond to make the, the parry button correct or you're boned. Yeah. And I'd just be like, what the heck? Like, man, it just like, there's no compromise. Like you have to be exactly right or you fail. And it's right. just, it was very frustrating at times. Um, but then uh, the story at least kind of like pushed me through it a little bit to say, okay, I want to kind of see where this goes and where this ends. But like Burton said, man, when I got into some of the places, I was like, and now it's, yeah, like Uncharted, like this is like a puzzle game. And I was like, wait, I'm moving these balls around to figure right. out where I need to throw this. And I was like, what is going on? It like kind of just surprised like, me of what it, what the, it the whole Jedi me. temple thing yeah. was very much oh, a, yeah. I was like, what, what are is, the what are these Jedi Jedi doing in their off time? They're making these like, you know, like, nobody hey. else is going to be here. Why are we doing yeah, this? Exactly. Let's just make this like crazy puzzle that exists for no reason. Now, just are, to do it. are either or both of you excited for the remake for uh, Knights of the Old Republic? <laughs> Crickets. Okay. I'd rather see a live action movie of Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, I love the video game. I played uh, obviously the first and. I never did finish the second one for some odd reason, but I love those games, and I would definitely like to see it with updated graphics. But yeah. well, that's, unless, that's, unless they change the story, Brandon and Sam, what's the point? You know, 
Yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you the only reason I, I would say it would be good is because there's a newer generation of video game players and the technology is so much better in terms of how these new consoles work. And the graphics, updated graphics, I think would be an understatement for what it would be. And I think the potential of bringing new people into Star Wars with an old thing that, you know, it's almost like, can they do what, when, when they re-released the original Star Wars trilogy, but without the shitty CGI in place of, you know, some stuff and actually upgrade <laughs> it and make it more enjoyable? Right. I, I'll tell you right. what, I... I had having seen the original Star Wars in high school for the first time without the updated CGI made me, and I've, I've openly had said that I, it just didn't grab me as much. But when I watched it with the updated crap, I was like, this is horrible. Yeah. The other version was so much better. Like the scene where Han's walking with um, uh, the sl- big slimy slug. Jabba. Jabba. I'm Jabba. like, I'm like, it looks so fake. Yeah. Like, what is this is a computer generated thing on top of this screen and it just doesn't look real. Yeah. And I was, this is ridiculous, but I think, I think them doing this with nice of the old Republic, a game that's fairly loved for what it is, I think could be beneficial for them as a whole. Yeah. You just, you bring up a good point. Like you and Burton both though, there is times where it's sometimes better to just let things be remembered as they were. Right. Like, you know, and like, don't get me wrong. Things can be like, rebooted and be like hey that was actually pretty good you know like i i didn't play final fantasy 7 back in the day but you know they released like the new one and people and, were like hey this is really good it was good. really good and everybody yeah, loved it they modified seemed, the story a little right, bit and, and the i guess the you know the, it was a turn based type thing and it kind of became a little bit more action oriented right and i could see you know i played knights of the old republic um it's actually you know back on the old xbox back in the day the og xbox yeah the og xbox and i i remember playing it for about 2 hours and being like man i don't have a lightsaber and stopping and then like a year or two later, I went back to it and I was like, you know, I'm going to keep going. Everybody it talks about how good this is. And I kept playing it and I was like, man, this is actually really good. I'm starting to get the hang of it. And then you kind of move on. You're like, okay, now I got the lightsaber and now I'm visiting places. And now it's kind of interesting and being able to f- kind of first see that dialogue choice and the um, action, the consequences of your own actions as you're making right. decisions as you go along. Um, and so like, I have no desire to play it again because i've been through you've, the story i know what it is right and i'm, sh- I'm gonna be like oh yeah it looks nice so for those people that haven't i'm excited for them i, I have never played knights of the Old yeah Republic. and i would so be like, when i saw that the, they were yeah, doing that i was one. like oh sweet i want to actually try this game yeah. and i think you should it's a very good game uh, yeah it is it takes place in an era that was it four thousand years before a new hope or yeah, something there, like that yeah. i mean it went it, way yeah Way back in the past. The dynamic in it between the Jedi and the Sith are just, it's its phenomenal. And Brandon. I don't know. I, how did you miss that? I, you know, I don't honestly don't know. Um, I, I know the time that it was released, like yeah. the time period in my life it was released. And that's pretty much all I could tell yeah. you is I, I can tell you why I missed it. I'll just say that. Burton, you, you were, <laughs> you were, he was doing wrestling. He was watching Hulkster. <laughs> that's yes. Rip his shirt open. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's yeah, Macho Man. That's, oh, yeah, brother. Yeah. Now, here's my question. Burton, did you that's have right. good good, good or bad ending? Good or bad ending? Wait a minute, what? In the Knights, Knights of, of the Old Republic, Republic, did you do the good or the bad ending? I always did remember? good. I always, always did, did good. I never did. Yeah. yeah, see, yeah. I think it was, I, the way I played it, like, you know, I kind of, there's a point where you know, like, hey, I'm getting ready to go in and do the final thing. And I played it, like, good first. And then, like, I was right. able to, like, you can kind of basically flip it and, like, 
make a couple choices and do it the bad way. Drastically right. different. <laughs> Drastically <laughs> different ending. I, this is not a you are being funneled to the same point regardless. Right. Drastically. I was like, wow, that is like good oh. is good. Bad is bad. <laughs> I can tell you there's probably all those games where you get to choose to go the, you know, the correct way or the bad way. I want to say the only game that no I've ever wrong. No way wrong. I know the only, I think the only game I can vividly remember where I purposely chose to go completely bad was fable. Oh, gotcha. And, yeah. and that was for, just because I love the gameplay yeah. and I wanted to experience all the gameplay. Um, but like any game where you can basically, you have the option to just be, you know, good or bad. Mm-hmm. I've always just choose, chosen good for, you know, unless there's like some kind of perk you get, then I'll go back and do the bad version just to get that right. perk and then move back forward the other way. So, um, well, I'll tell you what, we're going to go ahead and cut this off here. It was a good episode. I appreciate having you on Burton. Oh yeah, it was a it was a pleasure talking about all things Star Wars, you know, yeah. good and bad. You know? um, Likewise, when uh, when it gets a little bit closer to Blade coming out, we're going to do another one where the both of you can gush over Blade <laughs> together. Will that that sound good? You don't gush over Blade, Brandon. I, I don't gush over Blade. I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying Best, I don't uh, enjoy it. In the MCU. I'm not saying I don't enjoy it. I just I have never met a man with such a love affair of Blade as I have Sam until I saw <laughs> so you good. two talking about Blade <laughs> together. And then it was like, man, there's just something I must not be seeing that you two see on a regular basis. I don't know what it is. Hey, Sam, this is a comment for Brandon. You know, some guy is always trying to ice skate up here. You know? <laughs> right? I You're feel, exactly right. I feel like you, I feel like you skin, censored that somehow. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you know what? I don't think there's any better way to end the episode than that. So, Well, Burton, I can't wait to have you back on again. If you would if you would be so inclined to come back on and join us again for Blade or any other discussion we might have that you want to join us for. Yeah, anytime, man. Yeah, this is yeah, fun. Happy to I have you on, man. And congrats on your uh, your award or your um, nomination. So that's yeah. excellent. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah. Search search for Burton Kelso. Do uh, you care if I say the name of your business? Yeah, Integral. Yeah, Inter- I beat you to it. Well, you know, I just you know something I didn't know if you wanted it. Integral Computer Consultants is the full name, isn't it? No, it's just integral now. Oh. You're way out of the loop. Oh, dang. You know what it was. You know what it was. I've been organizing some old files on my computer, and I found a logo I made for you once that I don't know why you didn't use it for whatever reason. And so I was like, My wife didn't like it. I love that logo. I loved that logo. My wife was the deciding factor. That logo was the bomb. I get that. The wife is the yes or no on everything. I understand that 100%. Yeah, yeah. I love that. You're you're a smart man. I think all of us are smart guys down here. You got skills, man. So, yeah, you got skills. That was the bomb. All right, man. Well, again, great having you on. I look forward to seeing you again. Um, We should just get together and hang out one time. If you ever want to go get a beer or something, I'm sure Sam would love to join us and hang out and talk. Oh, yeah, definitely. We need to do that. All right. More sci-fi. Oh, 100%. Again, thank you, sir. It was fun having you on. All right. You guys take care. You too. too. Sam, as always. Hey, everybody. Enjoy your games. Wait, no. I screwed that up. Do it again. Sam, have a good night. (laughs) Good night, everybody, and enjoy your games.